are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Monday, kicking off a week's worth of podcast as the NBA season is over now, with the Lakers winning the finals last night. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Anthony Davis with that, too, and some of the reaction to things I'm seeing on on the internets here and Twitter in particular. That'll be in the second segment. First segment, we have an update on the coaching search from our good friend of ESPN, Andrew Lopez. And then finally, we're going to wrap up today's show talking a little bit about Gail Benson and the NBA foundation that's starting up that she's going to be involved in with, well, and the NBA and players. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. So let's not bury the lead on the main story of the day, which is until a coach is hired, going to be the coaching search, and that's no different today. And we have an update from Andrew Lopez of ESPN at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez, and he says Pelicans are set to start interviewing finals for the head coaching job in New Orleans. Uh, at the end of this week and interviews will go into early next week per source expect them to talk to three to four finalist team ended up interviewing nine candidates before whittling down that number okay everyone breathe a sigh of relief that they're actually doing the job of trying to find a head coach for this team there's a couple of other jobs out there that still aren't filled either so i think everything is Perfectly okay for New Orleans that they don't have someone in place yet as we lead up into the draft next month. And it sounds like this will get done within the next two weeks or so. And so they should have someone in there for the draft. So this is them just kind of going about their process. They clearly have a shortlist and one guy, ideally, I think in mind in Ty Lue, but are willing to expand and think outside the box to some degree and look for others. If you're interviewing nine people, you're interviewing People who have assistant coaching backgrounds, for sure, who are assistant coaches currently. I don't think that's the direction that they're leaning. I think they want an established guy or someone with a little bit more credibility than some of those assistants. But there are so many good assistants, it seems like, that you can't really go wrong making some of these hires. And so because of that, they're definitely going to be interviewing them. Is that the direction they'll ultimately go or what they want to do? Maybe not. But maybe you can't get Ty Lu. Maybe you don't get one of those other established people. Or maybe you're not even interviewing someone like Mike D'Antoni or what have you. And so you end up going that route if it's not what you want. Maybe it's Will Weaver who we talked about on Friday's show being rumored and being mentioned in all of this. If I had to guess, he's probably one of the ones that received uh, an interview of the nine that were out there. You have to figure that list is something like Ty Lu, Will Weaver, Kenny Atkinson. I don't know about Chris Finch or not, but I, I kind of want to put him on there. Darvin Ham certainly would be. David Vanterpool certainly would be. If they could have talked to Wes Unsell Jr., I'm sure they did as well. There's a number of guys. All of those would be would probably be good head coaches, to be perfectly honest. The short list is probably something like Ty Lue, assuming he's interested, and Atkinson. You can probably include someone like Darvin Hammer, you would hope, because he's interviewing for other jobs too. And then maybe Wes Unsell Jr. or David Vanterpool. Those seem to be the hottest names kind of around all of this and are the names that I would guess. But 
to be perfectly upfront with you all, that's not based on anyone telling me anything. This is, again, kind of guesswork here on how things are going. So they're interviewing. It seems like this is going to start to wrap up. And once they get in a new head coach, we might have a bit more of an idea of what this team will look like next year. Do they run it back? Do they really mix up the roster? Might depend on if that coach has a specific style or not. But a lot of the people we've mentioned aren't stuck to one style of play, one style of basketball that they want to run. So I think you'll see these guys be adaptable, which is kind of what I think is the right thing in this situation. Running works to some degree, but you also really do need some good half-court offense, I think, particularly watching the playoffs with all of that. So having a coach who can coach to that is going to work, and all those guys I really think can. So there you go. There's your update. We should get kind of some uh, updates on this throughout the week into next week, too, when this will likely be wrapped up, and we'll know who the next head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans is. So we'll get into the NBA Finals and Anthony Davis with the Lakers winning the championship last night. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by Roman. A healthy life includes a healthy sex life. But if you struggle with erectile dysfunction, you may not feel like your best self. And if you want help with ED, Roman connects you with a real U.S. licensed healthcare professional who can prescribe the medicine you need. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is even easier. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn for up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment. Again, that's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No paywall? Regular podcasts on schedule, you know, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. So Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers won the NBA Finals last night, besting the Heat in six games, four to two, which for the Heat has got to be considered a really good show. And first and foremost, let's start there. Go Miami Heat on this one. That Game 5 had to be one of the more fun basketball games I can remember watching in a really long time. Just two dudes at their peak going back and forth with each other and uh, scoring and keeping it close and having it come down to the wire, having drama in the end, all of that. Uh, What a game and what a heroic performance throughout the finals and playoffs at times from Jimmy Butler in the fifth seed Miami Heat, at least making it a series with the Los Angeles Lakers, even though they fell short in the end and the Lakers were very clearly just the better team. And when you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you should be the better team, I think. Those are two top five guys in the NBA, definitely top five in the NBA right now. And if you have that, that is enough to win you a title, especially with competent role players around them, which they did. You can laugh at this roster all you want, but those guys, Kuzma wasn't being asked to do more than Kyle Kuzma is able to do. Same for Rondo, same for KCP, same for all of them. They kind of just knew their role fit into that role perfectly, and that role's somewhat small because you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the team. So, you know, congrats to the Lakers. I'm happy for them. I'm being from Los Angeles originally. I'm happy for all my friends who are happy. I'm happy to Anthony Irwin of Locked On Lakers and the rest of the media that covers the Lakers too. I'm actually happy for Anthony Davis. 
But I know a lot of Pelicans fans aren't. And the way he forced his way out of New Orleans has left a really bad taste in your mouth, their mouths, if you, if you include yourself in this. I found it interesting on Twitter last night and even going into today that people are doing anything they can to try and take away some of the shine, I guess, on this Lakers title to a degree that they um, want this to not be as good of a title as it could be, whether people saying it was just the easiest path to the finals, playing the fifth seed in the heat, they were missing Dragic from, you know, basically the entire series. Bam clearly got hurt and didn't look right. That, you know what? They should have, of course, waltzed to a title, right? So it's not that impressive. Winning an NBA title, and especially in the bubble with the mental toll that that took on everybody, I think, almost makes this a little bit more impressive. But an NBA title is an NBA title. And I don't think this is one of those things where people need to try and knock Anthony Davis or the Lakers. If that's what's going to make you feel better, then like go ahead and do it. It's Twitter. It's not like this is the end of the world or this actually has like huge stakes on anything. But... I've seen people kind of put some stuff out there that's like just I don't know. It's I feel weird about this because obviously the way AD burned his way out wasn't great, but the degree of pettiness which it comes from any fans in any fan base and Lakers fans are doing this now, quote tweeting Pelicans people and whatnot about Lakers takes and things that they've had. I don't know. I just don't like that look. I don't think it needs to be done. You could just congratulate the Lakers and move on. When I talked about revisiting the Anthony Davis trade. Everyone, both sides are happy. You as a Pelicans fan are happy with the return that you got because it was also the best deal that you could have gotten. For Anthony Davis, he accomplished everything he wanted. He wanted to win a title that he wasn't going to win here. Now, the common refrain to that is, well, yeah, if you team up with LeBron James, you're going to win a title. So it doesn't mean as much. No, it still means as much. That's not a knock on anyone to team up with a great player and try and win. At times, AD was 1A to, or 1B to LeBron's 1A. It wasn't like the second best player. They were essentially the same best player for a lot of the series. That Lakers defense looks so damn good, not because of LeBron James, but because of Anthony Davis, who was suffocating on that end throughout the NBA Finals and playoffs. That's the best basketball on that side of the ball we've ever seen him play. And I think he could have easily won at least one defensive player of the year here in New Orleans. But you don't need to knock this. You don't need to make this title seem like less of a title to make yourself feel better. You've got this. We're happy with the team. Zion's here. There's going to be a new head coach here very, very soon. So don't worry about getting into all of that. It just looks petty and it makes me take you less seriously. I respond to most people on Twitter. People DM me. I respond to that. But when it comes to like those type of things, I just try and stay out of it. And it's like, eh, that's not a debate I want to get into. That's not someone that I think is going to be able to give me a reasonable uh, thought on the Pelicans. If I were doing that all on here, you'd kind of love it for a second. But then the second I tried to tell you something about the team, you wouldn't believe me. So I see this and it's, it's you know, the expected to be it with like fans and stuff. And if you want to do it, go for it. But just let the Lakers get their moment. It's fine. And just move on and focus on everything here in New Orleans. New head coach, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, all that's going to look really good. And frankly, we'll be in contention. So it'll be okay. So there we go. That's the NBA Finals and Anthony Davis coming up on today's show. Gail Benson named to uh, one of eight board member positions for the NBA Foundation, the first ever NBA Foundation. We'll get into that, what that is in just a second. Before we do that, and then I'll also have more on LeBron James throughout the week and the Lakers too. One thing to keep an eye on is the Lakers can go into the 2021 free agency period with $30 million in cap space and LeBron and Anthony Davis on the team. 
Um, that's not great for the rest of the league, I'd certainly say. But we also need to talk about Anthony Davis forcing his way out. Is that a blueprint for other stars? And does this kind of moment dramatically change the paradigm of the league? And I think there's an argument to be that it does, and not in a good way, particularly for small markets New Orleans. And New Orleans probably needs to be like a savior franchise for a lot of the league. So that's something interesting to look at. And we'll get into some of that stuff throughout this week too. But today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They are soft. They're easy to chew. And you're going to think you're eating a candy bar because these things are covered in 100% real chocolate. The consistency isn't like anything you've had before. There is no chalkiness to it, no dryness to it, anything like that. And they just come in really good flavors. You know, you sometimes look at a built uh, uh, a protein bar flavor and like that sounds good. You eat it and it's like this thing sucked, and the name sounded so much better than actually what it was. Now, Built Bar actually lives up to the name and how good these things are: caramel brownie, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, toffee, almond, raspberry, orange, double chocolate cake, more, and we can go on and on and on. They are delicious. They're great for the health conscious person who's looking to lose or maintain weight. And it's because these bars are low calorie, low sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. They have some that are 19 grams of protein and 180 calories, and some that are 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories. Built Bar has reset their promo code, so if you've used it before, you get to use it again. Plus, they're going to throw in a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you're going to get 20% off. That's 20% off your next order over at BuiltBar.com when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. So news with Gail Benson today as the NBA announced that the NBA Foundation, which is collectively going to try and contribute $300 million from the owner's um, to de- dedicated to economically empowering black communities through access to education and career advancement resources. So it's all of the social justice moments and impact that the players are looking to have off the court and that the ownership of the NBA, all owners are collectively pledging $300 million, um, whether it's going to be grants, whether it's going to be uh, what have you, creating their own programs, all of that, the money's going to be spent on empowering black communities, again, through access to education, career advancement resources. Gail Benson was named to the board of that uh, the other day, over the weekend. There's eight board members, and she is currently listed as one of eight, which I think is a pretty impressive thing. The others on the list are Harrison Barnes, Tobias Harris as current players, Michael Jordan as the Charlotte Hornets owner, Tony Ressler as the Atlanta Hawks principal owner, Michelle Roberts, Adam Silver, and Larry Tannenbaum. Michelle Roberts is the NBA PA executive director, Adam Silver, we know, the NBA commissioner, Larry Tannenbaum, the NBA board of governors chairman, and Toronto Raptors governor as well. So basically you have four owners on there, and she is one of the four and one of eight on this board. That's a prestigious thing to be on. The fact that they wanted to include her on that or that she wanted to be included on that, I think is a really great thing to see and something you should be very proud of as a Pelicans fan. I think it's also a little bit interesting because the Ringer and other places have talked a lot about where NBA owners have donated their money to. And when you look at the donation history of Gail Benson and Tom Benson, you could think that it her interests and her beliefs don't lie on the side of or align with what the players tend to agree. She's donated primarily to Republican um, campaigns, particularly the Jeb Bush campaign. She did donate to John Bell Edwards uh, as well here in Louisiana, but no real like big Democratic candidates, particularly on a national level. 
So you can wonder, because you see that with a lot of these other guys, Tillman Fertitta being one of them and where he donates his money to, among others as well, that it doesn't necessarily align with the players. Now, this makes it seem like it does align more with the players. And when you're trying to create a harmonious organization from the top down and not have players upset with ownership or potentially not want to play for a team anymore, having her be on this board is good for that, whether it's optics or not. And I don't have any reason to believe it is only optics. And I do think she does care about community initiatives like this and uplifting people from where they are to better lives, given some of the charity work that we've seen her do, even paying away all the layaway purchases at Walmart um, during Christmas one or two years ago now. So I think that Seeing her on this is very cool. It kind of tells you a little bit more about her, her beliefs and all of that, which is never a bad thing to fully promote that, especially when it's just for something solely as good as this. So Gail Benson named the board. Very, very cool. And I think this is kind of a big deal and in some way will have some sort of implication on the Pelicans organization, free agency and all of that, even if it's like very indirect or very minor. So there you go. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow.